This is The Current Buzz, powered by Oklahoma Electric Cooperative. I'm your host, Autumn McMahon. Today we are joined by Tori Tedder Laughlin, who is our Education and Outreach Programs Director, and she is also our liaison for the OEC Foundation and Operation Roundup. Thank you for being here with us today, Tori. Thank you for having me. We are doing this remotely because, as we all know, it is important to work remotely and stay home and stay safe, which is exactly why we want to talk to you today about a couple of the things that we're doing at OEC and with the OEC Foundation to help in our community. Right now, if you are an OEC member, staying true to our cooperative roots, it is essential to us that we make sure we're doing the absolute best we can for our members. What that means for us right now is that we are not disconnecting any of our members when they are unable to pay. In fact, if you are having issues paying, all you need to do is call in and talk to one of our friendly member service associates. You can do that at 321-2024 and they will get you set up with a payment arrangement and and what that looks like long-term. We also have made some special requirements or some special adjustments on the OEC Foundation and Operation Roundup. Tori, can you talk to us a little bit about what the OEC Foundation is and what we're doing specifically right now as a COVID-19 response. So the OEC Foundation runs the Operation Roundup Grant Program. The Operation Roundup Grant Program is funded by members who choose to round up their bills every month with that small change going into a fund that then goes back into the communities we serve to help our neighbors. What they are doing right now is basically business as usual. The board meets about every six to eight weeks and they take applications and make decisions on those applications at a meeting. However, during this COVID-19 crisis, they are entertaining applications on an ongoing basis. So if someone has an immediate need the board will review that application immediately and make a decision one by one as applications come in. Something to keep in mind though is that the OEC Foundation is not allowed to fund utility payments or rent. So we're talking about needs that might be COVID related outside of those needs. Um, Food, Um, If there is a medical need, um, they can help with just about everything, but they have a rule against helping with electricity payments or, or rent. But there are other options, and when someone has a request that the OEC Foundation may or may not be able to, um, grant, then we can refer them to other organizations that we work with that can help with that. For instance, the United Way of Norman has a COVID-19 special fund in which they are specifically awarding monies to help people with their rent and utility bills in order to help them stay in their homes during this time. And Tori, that's a great point. You know, one of the things as a cooperative that we really pride ourselves on is being committed to the members we serve, committed to the communities we live in. We actually have guiding principles that that mandate that as a cooperative we do that. One of those is concern for community, which is such a natural extension of what we do. And this is exactly what you're talking about. It's why as cooperatives and electric cooperatives across the nation, we have 
programs like Operation Roundup, and it's why we take our engagement in the community so seriously. So you mentioned the United Way of Norman and their COVID-19 response. There's a variety of other nonprofits who have specific responses to this as well, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. In fact, what, what a lot of the service organizations are doing right now are reimagining how they can serve their clients. Obviously, with social distancing, there are a lot of organizations that can no longer do one-on-one -on -one care. Um, CCFI, uh, the Center for Children and Families, that is one where they would have the Boys and Girls Club. Um, they had students come into their facility every single day for, for different education opportunities, uh, parent training, and that sort of thing. I just watched a podcast of them earlier this morning in which they have moved to, to a complete virtual uh, system. So they are able to provide um, diapers and wipes for young children. They drop off these supplies at their client's doorstep um, without physical contact. They are doing, um, they're bringing up babies program. They are doing video content for that. They have virtual counseling, a virtual storytelling hour, how are businesses, how are nonprofits who are serving the members in our community re-envisioning, to use your words, how we serve them? So you're seeing not only service in new ways, like they're doing at the Center for Children and Families, but additionally, new needs rising Correct. up. So one of the, the nonprofits, another nonprofit here in Norman is Bridges, which works with homeless high school kids. Well, they now have high school kids who are needing to do all of their classwork online and while they have had wi-fi and they have had internet services the need is now so much greater than it has ever been that they're looking in how do we expand that how do we get additional bandwidth how do we get additional services i will i do want to mention one other place heartline 211 where you can literally just call 211 this was set up about a decade ago and it is a one phone call helpline so think of it as paralleling to like 911 an emergency, 211 is a way for you to understand what resources are available to you. If you text this, you text your zip code to the number 898211, and it does a similar function as well. In addition to staying home, being safe, social distancing, washing your hands regularly and often for at least 20 seconds, it's our it's a necessity for all of us to take personal responsibility to keep ourselves safe. And once we've done that, then we have the opportunity to extend and help those around us who might be less fortunate. Absolutely. And especially in this time when we have, well, I should say, if you're lucky enough to have the ability to work from home, sometimes you are also added, you have that added stress of having to all of a sudden be a full-time teacher. So we have parents working from home who are also homeschooling, and that level of stress can cause a lot of strife in a family. And so I want to also point out another organization, the Virtue Center, which has started on virtual counseling sessions. Um, it's really important to, to, to be aware of your um, no judgment. We are all under a lot of stress, and sometimes we can find ourselves acting in ways that that we wouldn't normally. When we have our 
when we are able to exercise our stress in a normal man manner. So think about that. Think about before you allow your stress to overcome you, contact the Virtue Center, V-I-R-T-U-R-E. There is uh, other organizations out there. I know that AA and Al-Anon and Narcotics Anonymous and all of those kinds of self-help groups have also transitioned into virtual meetings. It's really important when everything else is, is turning upside down that we keep control and, and, and keep on top of our, of our mental health. So you have yes. parents who are now, just like you said, responsible for at-home learning. And we do, one of our other you know, our subsidiary company, OEC Fiber, our mission is to bring high-speed internet where no one else will. And we have taken that very seriously. We're continuing to bring those services as well. In the interim, as you're bridging that gap between finding your new normal and what today looks like, we are sharing quite a bit of content both on our OEC Facebook page and our OEC Youth Programs Facebook page linking to fun and interactive educational content. One of our community partners for some time now is Engage Learning. They have done a great job of putting out fun and engaging content really focused on STEAM, so science, technology, engineering, art, and math, where kids, some of it kids can do on their own. Uh, my daughter, who is five and a half, and I did this earlier this week, they had a spaghetti tower challenge where you got 30 pieces of dry spaghetti, so things you have in your house, and about a, a yard of tape and some twine. And the challenge was how, build, how tall can you build a tower that will hold up a marshmallow? Sounds simple. We had a great time, right? And, and I think that is relevant to kids of all ages. She obviously needed help from me. If they were older kids, they could do it on their own. But uh, that is I, so awesome. And how did your tower turn out? You know, actually, you know, I was pretty impressed. We, we got it up to almost three feet. And I learned that my daughter likes dry spaghetti. Doesn't like it when it's cooked. <laughs> but loves going marshmallows back, and, and dry spaghetti. Going back to Engage Learning, I just want to second how incredible this organization is. And their uniqueness is in how they approach STEM education. So Engage Learning presents a problem to students and they may present some options for solving that problem. Your example is perfect, spaghetti, marshmallow, twine. They do not tell the students how to solve that problem. So not only are the students learning math and engineering and science and that sort of thing, they are able to use their creativity to solve problems in ways that adults may never have come up with. And if you go to their uh, Facebook page, they have an Instagram. If you go to those pages, you can see some recent videos that they have put out during this time where they have really solved part of the issue of being able to reach out and continue learning. Um, especially, they've had students design masks, masks that can really do the job of protecting. They have done their, their research um, on the medical needs, and they have come up with a great prototype of a mask that can really make a difference in the health industry. Well, and I'll give you an update on, on that, Tori. They, it's not just a prototype. So they delivered their first order of masks to OU Medical yesterday, and they instantly got another order. So I think, again, looking at 
how do we repurpose what we've been doing? Here's a company, very creative, coming up with unique solutions. So they're getting PPE, so protective personal equipment, in the hands of healthcare professionals who literally had run out using channels that hadn't historically been used. So you're not seeing an inability to, to get that equipment. So I do think it, it's, a, it's a time to really come together as, as people, not just Americans, but to come together as a world and really solve some problems. Absolutely. And if there's anything that you need to up your spirits, it's, it's that. It's, it's looking at the, the young people of today and seeing how they are stepping up and making things better. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just to kind of summarize, a couple things that we want you to take away from this. One, if you are an OEC member who is affected by COVID-19 in any capacity, all you need to do to get help with your bill is give us a call, 321-2024, and we will help you create a payment plan. If you are someone who is in need of assistance, the OEC Foundation and Operation Roundup, thanks to the generosity of our members, is providing immediate assessment of those needs. So you can get immediate help if you have a medical need or if you have a food need, if you're unable to make all those things happen. I do believe we are stronger together. You keep seeing that on social media, that hashtag, and I feel fortunate and lucky to be able to serve our members at Oklahoma Electric Cooperative. Tori, any final thoughts from you before we sign off? I just want to really stress that even though we are trying to stay safe and we are practicing positive social distancing, just remember that there are ways that you can volunteer and contribute, share your skills with a lot of service organizations that you can do virtually. Um, they are in need of IT help a lot of times. If you can help them set up their Zooms, they are in need of a lot of things that you do that does not require personal contact. And so reach out to your favorite organization and ask them what they need. Great point. Thank you as always for being here, Tori. You're always a wealth of knowledge and we look forward to having you back again soon. Thank you very much, Autumn.